Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They're the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Stress that one. Warranty forever. Nothing Nothing comes with an RV warranty that means, forever. That means even after you die. You're passing that baby forever. along. Forever. Mm-hmm. What animal is it that lives forever? Is it like parrots that live forever? Dude, like birds. You have to find somebody to take care of it after you're gone. Yeah, birds live a long time, dude. That's what you're doing I with didn't your know RV. That. Yeah, but definitely check them out at midamericarv.com for all of your RV needs. Even though we're getting into the, uh, the colder months, it would still be good to jump up on that and um, get it done before the spring. I know the spring comes along, and I've talked to Josh before, and it seems like a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to drive my RV off the lot today just like you would a car. Not so fast, my friend. It takes False. a little bit longer to buy an RV than it does a car. A car, go to Roper Kia, tell them Mike Dub sent you to give you $1,000 off. You drive that baby home that day. Mm-hmm. Not quite the same process with yeah, an with, RV. With a car, you can put about 10 of them on a trailer and go. An RV, each one's got to come in on its own. They don't put those on a trailer. Nope. I thought they did. I'll be honest. I thought <laughs> yeah. they'd like double stack that shit. Uh, we were talking about birds, and let's go there. Uh, because last night we had the Rams and the Seahawks game, and the Seahawks do this thing where they release uh, Seahawk <laughs> in the stadium, and it flies, and last night it landed on a fan's head. I'm not even kidding. I think, I know, a lot of people hear me talk about birds, and they're like, that's funny, like, good joke, ha-ha. I'm not kidding. <laughs> if that bird landed on my head... I would own the Seahawks by the end of the month. I would sue them so fucking fast if that bird even touched me. And I would claim, like, mental distress, emotional distress, whatever I had to, if that fucking thing landed on me. I, you honestly, you would own them by the end of the month. I would own the team by the end of the month. I cannot believe they still do that. It is just... I don't know what people think that it's cool. They're like, oh, look at this nasty-ass bird flying through the stadium. No, not me, son. Not happening. Disgusting. I couldn't believe that they did. <laughs> What was it that you posted on your Instagram? I would die. And then you put it in, like, parentheses, like, and I mean literally. I would literally die. die. And, uh, yes, I, d- I don't mean figuratively. I mean literally. I would have a heart attack. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pair and you this know up with I'm your, being honest. Like, I know I'm you're not even. I mean, trying we're to on joke our way to it. lunch yesterday, and we're standing in. We're not standing in the truck. We're sitting in the truck, windows down at a stoplight, and all of a sudden you go, "Are those fucking birds just chirping at a tree like 500 feet away?" You felt more comfortable in your truck because you could drive away, even though we're at a red light. But at the same time, you're talking about this. Seahawk fly through the stadium in our head, and I just keep picturing the Disney story two pairing with it. Like, let's say you're at the football game with your daughters, and you're just picking them up and running up the steps away yep. from the Seahawk. Man, oh if God, I were at a hysterical. Seahawks game, I'm telling you, and that you bird landed, you literally on me. couldn't go because they do that every game. I I would sue them. I'm not kidding. Keep that bird away from me. So you can go also, to any bird teams because I think the Eagles do it. I think the Falcons do it. Man, you're lucky it didn't happen when we were in Atlanta. Falcons so damn fast. Those things fly so fast. I know. They're impressive. We need to put some respect on some Falcons. We need to 
put some fucking cages not in these the, stadiums. Not the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Fuck, I'd much rather see a lion out there than a dam. I'm sure you would, actually. Oh, 100%. But I want to see it in a cage. I don't want to just see that thing roaming around. Fuck that. Or like uh, the University of Colorado. They have their buffalo and they yeah. run it through the stadium. That's you know kind of cool. how much insurance I have to pay for that? I don't. I learned that in college because I was like, why don't we just get a fucking bear at a game? Like, just mm-hmm. put it in a cage. Like, it happens at the circus all the time. I literally just saw two lions in a cage outside my dorm room the other night because the circus was here. That's a very terrifying experience. Here? Because it was a half-closed, half-open. No, in Springfield. Oh, okay. I was walking in the dorms at night with my friends going to one of the dining halls. We walk out, and we're just like, oh, I wonder what's in here. And all of a sudden, we're just like, Rrr! <laughs> this thing comes flying to the other end of the trailer. I mean, you talk about near-death experience. I thought I had it right there. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we just get a bear at one of these football games? That'll surely get people to go. You and went then, to Missouri State. They Missouri are State, bears. yep. And it was just like, they go, uh-uh. We, one, no one is going to games. I was like, fair point. And two, we don't <laughs> have the money for it. if you had a fucking it. bear, they would. <laughs> yeah. They have to now. They're, they're doing too good. You need a bear. <laughs> I wish uh, my alma mater, Pitt State, would do a gorilla. But also... Good luck getting that baby. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you got, like, a baby gorilla, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Until it grows up. And then you're like, this thing's stronger than ten men. This is Gus. And we'll rip your face off. Gus is strong. Don't <laughs> piss Gus off. <laughs> yeah, but the game last night was uh, fairly entertaining, at least. Uh, both quarterbacks kind of battling through their injuries of their own. And the Russell Wilson one, it looked pretty bad. Uh, his finger. I, mean, I know. Depending on who you ask, I bet Sierra's pretty happy. Yeah, exactly. Hey yo, uh, I think that with this game, I saw so many people tweeting out like, "Oh, I've had this happen before. This is what I did. It doesn't hurt so bad, but it's very uncomfortable." The problem with all these people who are tweeting about it, not a single one was a quarterback. Yeah. Not a single one had it happen to the right hand of the quarterback. You know, it's a lot of these offensive linemen or receivers mm-hmm. and ball carriers. And with Russell Wilson, as soon as it happened, I thought, like, maybe you can pop this thing back into place. We've seen people do that before. And then he comes back out and he's fine. But that wasn't the case. Geno Smith has to come into the game. And I'm curious to see how many weeks he misses with this thing. I don't, I don't think it's that simple. Again, a lot of people tweeting about it having a similar injury where they said, you know, I, uh, ra- I taped it up, wrapped it up, put it in a splint for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and I was fine. But you're not a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you need that finger functioning, like, com- like fully. Like, that's one of the last fingers to come off the ball when you throw it. And I know mm-hmm. everyone probably listening is throwing a football, so you understand that. But, like, I Russell do. Wilson, what? Throwing a football? Yeah, dude, I can hit a trash can. Right. I, I, didn't, I didn't give his number. I didn't say it <laughs> ten times. I just I could hit a trash can. Yeah. Gave me twenty throws. I'm too much. I'm too much of a Russell Wilson type of throw. I mean, I throw away. I throw it just as high as I do far. Yeah, and it just puts too much distance on him. Yeah. I haven't figured it out yet. We're getting there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but it was. It was weird to see, and, and it was kind of gross. I saw a kid do it in high school for basketball, though, Ooh. and he was just staring at it. And I saw people tweeting about it last night. Like you can't really feel that pain because it looks like it's a, it's a torn ligament. And he was just staring at it like, my finger is sideways right now. <laughs> this is disgusting. And it was disgusting. I, I couldn't even look at it. But, again, not a quarterback. So, yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback deal with this. I didn't see anybody else tweeting about, like, oh, my gosh, this is the recovery for a quarterback. I don't know if he has to have surgery. I think that that might be the quicker recovery. But at the same time, you want to have surgery on your hand if you're a quarterback? Seriously. I mean, especially at this point of the year mm-hmm. where the team's been struggling – even with you playing right now. Yeah, they're two and three right now. Not what we're used to with the Seattle Seahawks. And then if, you know, Russ does have to miss any time, that's going to be tough. 
I mean, I think that he is a very good quarterback and really leads this team. And without him, I don't know if they're – I mean, right now they're not a 500 team. Without him, they might be a top 10 drafting team, which yeah, would be I crazy. Mean, for real. Yeah, and we've never seen that happen before, too. And hopefully I mean, he's Gino, able to come back. Yeah, but. and when Geno Smith did come in, I mean, he led them on, what, a 98-yard touchdown? He looked drive? really good for that first drive. And then that second drive, it was like, okay, that's the Geno I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he did. He had a, a fantastic first drive, and I bought into it. I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe Geno Smith can still play. It was a 10-play, 98-yard drive. Mm -hmm. And I think that he completed, he was like 7 of 7 or something like that. On the drive? Uh, he been maybe 7 of 8 because his first pass to DK Metcalf was incomplete. Yeah, but there was a penalty that. on the play, so they didn't. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it you was. go? And he, I mean, he definitely knew, too. Like, okay, find DK Metcalf. <laughs> Where is that big dude at? I'm going to target him. Uh, but it worked. It, it did look good on the first drive. And maybe if the Seahawks, you know, if Russell Wilson does have to miss time, maybe getting Geno Smith caught up to speed I definitely don't think he went into last night thinking, I might have to play in this game. <laughs> yeah. Say what you want. I'm not even like talking, talking shit about him. Backup quarterbacks, you stay prepared, but at the same time, you don't expect You're to also prepared him. to not play. Not when Russell Wilson's never missed a game. Yeah. So I, I think that even you know getting the reps of a first-teamer, maybe that would help him out in the long run if he does have to come in. I just can't imagine a situation where Russell Wilson isn't going to miss some time. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's it's just going to be so tough. And let's say he misses three to four weeks, mm -hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of games. Those could be three to four losses. Exactly, and that's something that you cannot afford right now. Yeah, because yeah, then it's like, what you're going to go undefeated from then on when he comes back? Doubt it. Right, especially within this division. Exactly, and right. I mean their schedule. I don't think it's getting any easier, like you said, with this division, especially now they've dropped. They just beat the 49ers last week, so they're fine in terms of that because they're one on one in division, but. It's still not looking great for them. Because yeah. next up, they go to Pittsburgh. That they might be fine whether Big Ben's playing or not. Excuse the sniffling there, my bad. And then they go New Orleans, Jacksonville, and then they get a bye week. So I guess, honestly, if he does have to miss the next three weeks, they might be okay. Yeah. But <laughs> then how it's does he recover the from it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be uh... – Because then they come back from the bye with Green Bay, Arizona, and Washington. Three good defenses. Yep. Man. It, I believe it was like, he hit a defender with his hand. I don't know if it was even a helmet or if it was uh, another hand that he hit. Yeah. I think the, the defender was coming down on him throwing, and he had just released the ball, and then the hand came down on top of it, which just has to be another nasty feeling mm -hmm. of like, ow, oh, that's just very unavoidable and just kind of not maybe a freak accident, but just kind of one of those deals that you never expect to happen in those type of plays. I also hate that. They, they go for the hand. Like, I get they got to go for the ball. Mm -hmm. But, like, at that point, if he's coming forward, get your ass out of the way. Nope. It's also another one of those, like, <laughs> oh, protect the quarterbacks. It's just, like, I would hate to have, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what you sign up for. It is. 100%. I think one of the scariest things in football is looking at a punter who's just standing back there and people are diving at your legs. Like, quarterbacks, yeah, people are going after your hand. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. But as a punter, when guys are diving at your leg, trying to get the ball off your foot. And last night we saw a punt block. And then one of the greatest punters in the world, Michael Dixon, recovers very nicely, picks the ball up, like scoops it up very athletically. Like one hand, like just mm -hmm. 
this is mine, yeah. and we're gone. <laughs> uh-huh. Looks like he's about to sprint, has like a wall of blockers even a little bit, uh-huh. and then boots that fucker like 70 yards. He's another one of those guys. He's from Texas. I loved him when he was there. He came out early in the draft as a punter. That tells you a lot. <laughs> he also came out early because he won the MVP of, I believe, the Alamo Bowl as a punter. That's how great he is. Man, go when your stock's high. Exactly. And he stayed high, too. I mean, he's a great punter, and that's a, a good point, too, because I mean, we've heard Pat McAfee talk about punting in terms of punting. is like, you know, there's sometimes when you kick the ball, you're, like, hyperextending your knee. You're kicking it so damn hard. So can imagine doing that, and then someone is just hitting it. Like, that would be the freakish thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to kick, and it's just there's no ball. It's a body, and, like, that yep. fucks up your whole leg and foot. Yeah, I have – not heard that take before yeah he said there's just so much power when you're bringing your foot up like that that mm-hmm. you're just your legs will just kind of and then somebody the hits knee. it that would be absolutely terrible yeah. as well because i mean you'd be like hyper extending it to where it goes too far and then it's just like actually i'm going to shove this right back down mm-hmm. actually, if you get it right, right it would you're be not like, going through my rib you're ribbing i mean you're ripping everything like your knee would just turn into like a spring you're just like <laughs> It, you know, back in the day Ugh. before they even had rules for like protecting punters, even <laughs> just destroy. I mean, you were just going for like that plant leg. If you like, you missed the ball, uh, you were just taking them right out. I never want to see that. Never want to see a plant leg being straight flexed and then someone die. Like, that's one of my nastiest fears. Punting it, might be scarier than punt returning in terms of that. Yeah. Cause like, even the idea of like when you're sitting down, hanging out with friends and you have like your feet out. And like you're resting on like an ottoman or something, and then you have a buddy who's just like walking through, but they're stepping over the legs. Mm-hmm. I will tuck in my legs every time. Bro, wait till you have kids. Because it's like when they lean on, like when they fall on the legs like that. I just like if my le- if I go ostrich mode right now or flamingo, whatever fucking way the knee just goes backwards, uh-huh. it ain't working. You're dead. I will kill you. <laughs> no, you won't, because you won't move. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, when yeah, I get to move again, on that couch <laughs> yeah, is what you're doing. That's just and like so to think of that like for punters too, with someone diving at your plant leg like that is just a nasty feeling. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it. No, it just it grosses me out even thinking about it. But let's get into some of these games. We are going to do our Friday NFL game picks, looking at some of the early games too. And remember, uh, for all you fantasy guys out there we have a very early sunday game jets falcons uh, i believe this one's being played in london mm-hmm. kicks off at 8 30 a.m so time. we love those guys that come through and remind us to update our roster you are maybe not going to be awake when that happens so <laughs> want to look at that roster probably if you have anybody playing in this game i mean saturday night trying to get the injury report i like these london games it's cool i guess what they're doing it's also so inconvenient. Man, is it really? Like, it just, or isn't it really? Is it really? Is it really, Mel? Yeah, really you think so? I know you just said that, but, but is like, that I, <laughs> I, I believe you, Michael. That's what you sound like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but speaking in terms of fantasy and everything, oh, Bobby Trees had a hell of a game last night. About time. For the old Mixon administration. That's my fantasy team. Yeah. Not Nixon, Mixon. No, I get it. You stole it online, though. We're mixing it 100%. Yeah, I, didn't <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't think of that. <laughs> Every league. Fantasy league for fantasy team names for this player. A ton of them. Oh, really? Not original enough to think of it. Uh, I, that's, I, that's my weakness. I always do original name. I will not steal one off the internet. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in a couple different leagues. One I didn't name. You know what? I'm not going to feel bad for that. I don't know if you were trying to, but I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Nope, oh, man, this is a proud moment me. for me. I will not steal a name. Off the internet. One of my team names is King Kong Ding Dong. Uh, <laughs> you get why. 
And my other one is CDs Nuts because I have CD Land, which is probably one that is like online. But, but I, you didn't go searching for it. I won't go searching for it. I will draft my players and name it accordingly. Nice. And even with CD Lamb, you know, I haven't been that impressed with him this year. I need another good game for him. Yeah. I, I drafted mean, him to be my wide receiver one. Dude tore it up. In Thank a God training I camp. have <laughs> Cooper Cup on my roster as well, who had another solid game last night. But with CD Lamb, I did expect him to be like the guy. And it, it hasn't really happened this year yet, but I'm I'm holding on to him. Yeah. I have had some trade requests come through for him, which is interesting. I usually don't trade much, but it I, might be this year. Especially if because I mean with C D it's just kind of one of those deals where is he going to be getting the looks? And he, I mean, he might this Sunday when they're playing the Giants, mm-hmm. um, or it's just kind of one of those deals where it's there's like just so many people to get the ball. Exactly, so many and good receivers. Zeke's running the ball well. Pollard's running the ball well. I tell you, after they threw the ball like 58 times in Week One, I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I made the right move. <laughs> Let's I, go. I waited to take him specifically, uh, but we will see what kind of happens with this Cowboys offense. They're winning games, so yeah. they're not going to complain. I don't think. But also, uh, news for Sunday, we will be at the Chiefs-Bills game yes, sir. as well. I, I know that, you know, before on other podcasts, we've done, like, tailgate tour stuff. It's just so weird to do it this year. And, you know, in the past, we had Bleacher Report backing us to be like, what games do you want to go to? Here, here are tickets. Here's all the money yeah. you need for it. <laughs> but this one just kind of popped up, and we decided, yep, uh, we'll go to that one. So we'll be at Bills at Chiefs this Sunday. It's a night game, so if you're in the area or if you already have tickets for that game, uh, you can slide in those DMs. We'll be with the guys at Lot J, our, our great sponsor, Josh Schmutz and Mid-America RV. We'll be there tailgating all day. Prior to the gates opening, we will be there. Hashtag cool. Yeah. Yeah, we get in Hashtag early. better than you. Yeah, do we cut the line? You bet your ass we do. We are better than you, but we don't think we're better than you. But, yeah. you know, come hang out. Yeah, come <laughs> um, be better than everyone else with us. But we were talking about some of these fantasy games, but also I have Kyle Pitts on my fantasy roster. Almost no Falcons went to London. Calvin <laughs> yeah. Ridley stayed his ass at home. Russell Gage stayed at home. So I'm really, I'm hoping this is the Kyle Pitts breakout game. You it have freaking should no be. No one else to throw to. Jets, Falcons. 8.30 a.m. Central Time kickoff. I will be honest with you. I am probably going to be recovering from a late Saturday night. Yep. I'm probably not watching this game. No, because by the time I wake up, it's going to be halftime, and it's going to be like, no, I'm not focused on it. And plus, it's the Jets and the Falcons. And that's another thing with these London games. They never put good teams over there. I, I feel bad for our friends overseas. They don't get good teams. <laughs> And I know that the NFL is like, uh, don't really want to take away a game from like uh, Chiefs, Rams, or something like yeah. that and send it to a different country. You want those hometown fans to be able to experience that. But at the same time, if you're going to do these games in London, maybe give them some good teams to actually look at. Yeah. Like I know that the NFL is looking at the schedule. You knew the Jets weren't going to be good. You knew the Falcons <laughs> maybe, weren't going to be good. Maybe Zach Wilson will just impress everybody and be lighting it up. Yeah, or maybe, I don't know, make it like a, at least a divisional game. Yeah. Or, hell, even a conference game. <laughs> this is AFC versus NFC. I, I can't imagine there are many fans for either one of these teams over there. But, you know, like, give, give them a little something. Yeah. Send the Cowboys over there. No shit. Like, hey, this is America's team. Yeah. Or, you know, the Bears maybe have a big following. They have a big fan base here in the States. Yeah, I've heard before that they uh, 
they don't really pick any team. They're not like a fan of any team in particular. It's more of just the NFL. So they'll go to this this Jets Falcons well, game, because, I mean, and they'll be in like a Raiders jersey, Cowboys jerseys, yep. Chiefs jerseys, Packers jerseys, and it's right. just You'll all see over all the place. All thirty two teams represented, exactly, which is cool. But at the same time, I mean, maybe in their eyes, and I'm not trying to belittle anything, they're just looking at us like, man, these NFL guys, like all of them are just freak athletes. And I know there's studs over there in terms of athletic ability in soccer. That's something. That's a sport I have never excelled in. Granted, we didn't have it. But that's the only grant that I get with it is, like, I just didn't have it to play. But I know if I did, I would have sucked at it. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> right. But it's just, like, one of those deals where maybe they're looking at it here in terms of football. is like, yeah, there's none of us over here that want to go do that shit. I, I, but I think it's growing. So, I mean, you yeah. have to start putting better teams and a better product over there. And who knows? Maybe this is a good game. You know, it, it might not be, be the best teams, but maybe it's a good game in terms of battling out to win nah, because Zach Wilson shit, looked good last week. That defense was able to get to the quarterback, and I don't think they're going to have any problem doing it here either against Atlanta. So I'm yeah. actually taking the Jets to win that game. Uh, Falcons are favored by two and a half. Uh, I don't like the Falcons, as I say every week when <laughs> we do these, but also the fact that they're going to be out quite a few players. The Jets did look good last week. I think I'm going to agree with you. I think I'm going to take the Jets to win this game. It is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Like That spread doesn't mean anything to me. I don't think the Falcons are going to win by like one or anything like that. So I'm taking the Jets to win this game, and uh, clearly they'll cover those two-and-a-half points that the Falcons have. It just annoys me that that's even an option. The like, two make and it three-and-a-half. I don't know. Yeah. Are they going to win by a field goal or more? But that's whatever. I'm taking the Jets to win this game. Early game, I believe it's on NFL Network. And, again, sorry to all of our fans in the U.K., you get another shit football game of teams that just aren't good. Maybe someday the NFL will fix it and send good teams to you, but probably not. You'll probably suffer with, like, the fucking Jaguars or somebody like that. Uh, next game on the slate, surprisingly good. The Packers at the Bengals. Bengals have been playing well. They are 3-1. and one. At last time I checked the standings, and I believe this is true, they are leading the AFC North yeah. right now due to like some strength of schedule stuff. The the Ravens are three and one. The Browns are also three and one. But the Bengals are the top team on that list, and kudos to them. Good job, fellas. But now you get the Green Bay Packers, who are a very good football team. I think that the spread here minus three to Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay to cover that spread. Uh, happy for the Bengals. You've won some games. You've also beat the Jaguars and the Steelers the last two weeks. Yep. I don't think those are good football teams. So I'm going with the Packers. I think they probably win this one pretty easily, even though it is only a three-point spread. Yeah, and I'm going to be smart on this. I'm taking the Packers to cover and win, but I'm rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals. I would agree like, with you on that. I want to see them be good. Like I want to see this defense get stops and slow down Aaron Rodgers in any way, which is very difficult to do. So there's not a lot of hope there. But the main hope is – for Joe Burrow in this offense. Like, I want to see Jamar Chase. I want to see Tyler Boyd. I want to see Joe Mixon kind of go off. And I think Mixon might be missing this game because he's questionable right now. But it's still one of those deals where I want to see them all out there playing and just watch this offense continue to, to develop and grow and build chemistry week in and week out. And if you can play the Packers close offensively, you know, I mean, if it can turn into like an offensive matchup where you're kind of going back and forth for a little bit, that's going to give you all the confidence in the world moving forward for the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, next game, uh, I'm not impressed. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not impressed with the slate of games <laughs> this week. The next one is the 
Lions at Vikings. You're not excited about this? No, yeah, I'm not. Either. Like, this is a good weekend for us to go tailgate because when we're up at Arrowhead, you don't get to see a lot of these games. I'm not going to miss out on watching the Vikings and Lions. Uh, Vikings are a 10-point favorite in this one. And I've been speaking pretty highly of the Lions over the last couple weeks. The interesting thing about them is they do find a way to keep it close. I think the Vikings are going to win. I think the Lions are once again going to cover. Okay. I mean, it is a 10-point spread, like you said. Is that what you said it was 10? 10. Okay, I want to make sure we're looking at the same viewings here. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know if the Lions cover. I think this is the Minnesota Vikings through and through. The way that they're able to move the ball down well, the right now. Well, I do, too. Right now, but Cook. I think they're going to win by seven. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm going. I'm going for the double-digit victory here for the Vikings. I believe in you. Don't worry about it. It's a Vikings nation. Is it the Vikings clan? What do they call themselves? I have no idea. Horde. That's what I'd call them. <laughs> the the, whore, the Viking horde. Vikings. Uh, how about this one? The the Broncos and Steelers, teams that are historically good but are bad this year. This one. Um, Whoa, the Broncos are three and one, bro. What are you talking about? It's at even. Uh, so the one and three Steelers even. This is a pick 'em. I, the Steelers are at home, but I tell you, I don't like what I've seen out of them, man, at all. I'm going to take the Broncos. I am too. In this one, even though it's on the road at Heinz Field, Drew Locke might be starting as well, so it's like we get to see another full week, another full game from him. I think Teddy Bridgewater, he's he's just questionable right now, but if you can get Drew Locke in for a full game, I don't know, he might win the starting job again. Uh, do you think Ben Roethlisberger plays the whole game? Uh, you know, that's a really good point. Could really be pulled because question. of injury, could be pulled because of poor play. I think this is the game where we see him. I'm going to say he if, does. I don't know if they'll do it when he's at home. Right. I, I think that he'll play the full game this week. But then next week, I think they start looking at, we need to have these other guys ready. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tomlin, was it last week or the week before? He's like, Big Ben is our best option at quarterback to help us win football games. And it's like, that's Oof. a bad option. <laughs> yeah, if you I, thoroughly believe that, you guys are in trouble this yeah, season. I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos in this one, though. I, I think they have a little bit more going on for them. Regardless of who's at quarterback, uh, I think they can cover. And speaking of covered, Gunspot also has you covered. Go visit them at gunspot.com. Uh, we talked about the Broncos. You know our guy Mike Winkle will be uh, listening to you say that they were bad. I definitely didn't say anything poor about the Broncos. You said they were bad. They oh, don't no give one. me shot, uh, motherfucker. Yep, uh, but go visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. As we mentioned, they have those no-reserve auctions. So they're auctioning off these guns, these cool collectible ones as well. You can go in there, make a bid on it. It's kind of like the, the eBay of buying guns is how I compare it. Look at what they have. You can get some really cool guns at a very low cost at gunspot.com. Yep, and hey, football season's here. Fall is here, y'all. You're going to be going on some dates. Lady wants to go to the pumpkin patch. I'm not. I ain't got no lady. I'm rolling single life, and maybe, I'm loving it. Maybe but, if you went to a Miners and Monroe. Oh, maybe if I did, I'd do, my homie. And uh, you can, too. MinersandMonroe.com. Use code MikeDep10 for 10% off, and look good this fall, boys. Yeah, even if you're not going on dates. Yeah, look, look good, good, feel good. There you go. Look good, feel good. Feel good, play good. Look good, pay good, pay good, look good. I hate that I fucked that so up much. so much. It's, I, I, I messed it up. I'm sorry, Pat. Yep, that's what you get for trying to do it. And Just look good, else. play good. That's all I know. You know that was originally a Deion Sanders thing. 100%, right? yeah. Yeah. And then it was stolen by someone else. I don't think he stole it. I think he just ah, used it in a good time. It? I don't know. I don't, I don't care either way. I, think I know that if I say something that's really funny and then somebody else uses it, I say, you stole my joke. Oh, shit. 
Have I stole your joke? Uh, yeah, I say a lot of funny stuff, so uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I. I oh, excuse me, old joke thief. Have you ever said saint? I seen it. Uh, I did say it the other day, and I was like, "Man, Mel, it's so funny every yep. time Mel says that." So I give credit okay. where it's due. I cited my sources. Yeah, there you You're go. You're welcome. <laughs> other people definitely should too. But Miners in Monroe, definitely a great spot. Uh, some of these other games that we have this weekend. I again, I'm very very happy that we picked this weekend to tailgate because I think the Chiefs Bills game is probably the best game on the slate. I don't think it's even really remotely close. There are some other good ones, but like. Now we have Dolphins versus the Buccaneers. What's going to happen with Tua? I will tell you, I don't care who plays quarterback for the Dolphins in this game. It ain't going to matter. They're not, yeah, they're not going to win this one. Uh, you get Tom Brady, you get the Buccaneers at home. Uh, I just, I think this is an easy one. They're a 10-point favorite. Tampa Bay is a 10-point favorite. I'm going to take them to even cover this one. I know they won last week, but I still think that they – Almost had like a wake-up call of, man, we lost to the Rams. We played close with the Patriots. We are going to come out and kill the Dolphins. Oh, this and is a confidence-boosting game for sure. Yep. Where it's like, yep, okay, we're just going to go out here, and we're just going to stomp the Dolphins. We're going to take our ship, and we're going to run right mm-hmm. over them. It's going to be like Ace Ventura 3. <laughs> Killing the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> bit of a stretch. But next game, uh, New Orleans at the Washington football team. What these, a snooze fest of a game. These are two dude. teams that I'm just trying to figure out if they're even any good. You know, I had high hopes for Washington and that defense. Tyler Heineke will get, a, I guess, another look at him if you want to watch this game. But I have not been impressed with the way that they've been playing. Yep. And, you know, even on the other side of the ball, too, the New Orleans Saints. I I expected them to look better than they have so far. I mean, they looked very bad in a loss against Carolina. You beat the Patriots, and then you lose in overtime to the Giants. They almost need a bounce back game. I know they're sitting here at three, uh, two and two. You kind of need a bounce back game to get on top of this thing. And with Washington here, uh, I don't know if they have the defense to stop them. But I think these are two teams that probably actually not very good. I mean, I think you're exactly right. We just don't know who the hell these guys are. And like with James Winston, we don't like we don't know who we're going to get week to week. And Saints are minus two in this one. I think that says a lot about these teams. Exactly. And which and which version of Tyler Heineke we're going to get as well. Are we going to get a guy who's playing hero ball and, you know, Are we going to get out? the bad Tyler Heineke or are we going to get slightly below average Tyler Heineke? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is big country going to die? See, I, I say was not funny expect- shit. I was not expecting you to go double negative there. That was good. <laughs> He's not hard. good. Like, let's just be honest. He, he might be slightly below average and maybe sometimes that's good enough for you. Or sometimes he's going to be bad. I will take the Saints in this one because of Sean Payton. I'm a huge Sean Payton fan. I think that he's going to have these guys more prepared than what Washington is going to do. And I'm going to take Washington just because I feel like Tyler Heineke is willing you to You are push. a low-key Washington fan. I, I just like the offense. Like Antonio Gibson, mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, you know, Tyler Heineke. I'm just – I'm not going to say I'm like I'm a fan of his, but I'm rooting for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you like him. It's going to be cool to see him maybe earn the starting job. And it was crazy last week, but hey – he made a crazy play. They won the game. Terry McLaurin goes after the ball. And the fact that Terry McLaurin is putting up, you know, the type of games and numbers that he is without, like, a good, decent, functioning quarterback. Ever. Every game. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, He's never had a man. Game. It's like Allen Robinson all over again. Like, man, this dude is doing this, and these are the quarterbacks he's had. Now, speaking of Allen Robinson, hopefully him and Justin Fields can get it figured out this week. Hopefully? Not like... Well, I mean, my guy Mooney went off last week. Had him sitting on my bench for 20 fucking points. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, another team <laughs> oh, that you no. like. 
is the Carolina Panthers. Yes, you're, sir. You're a big Carolina Panthers guy. They host the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll tell you what, even if they lose this week, they're probably going to the top five. Would rather see a Panther released in the stadium than a fucking Eagle. 100, 10 out of 10. Oh, what is it? That, uh, the CGI Panther that mm-hmm. goes up and down the stadium. That's stupid. Give We're going to see one. that again. I wonder if it's going to eat an actual Eagle. That'd be dope. Do they if do they that? Did Does that. it eat the other mascot? No, it tears like some flag or something. But you know how awesome it would be to, if they had like an eagle like flying in and just panther just <laughs> pounced out of nowhere. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It depend it can't be a bald eagle though. Not here. No. Very un American statement. Yeah, it's crazy say. to think that there's more eagles than just a bald one. Mm-hmm. You know. There's yeah. Right. Several types of eagles. I just love this country too much to see. Speaking an eagle of that, eaten. are the Philadelphia Eagles like a bald eagle? With I- it being a white head like that? Probably is that something so. I've just never put together? I don't think anybody's really ever given it much thought. I am right now, but I'm taking the <laughs> Carolina Panthers this game. <laughs> I am too. I, I was on that Eagles hype train trying to get it going. It never left the station. I, I think that they're actually <laughs> not very good either. I, I know that they're sitting there at one and three. I, I think a lot of Eagles fans are trying to like convince themselves that last week was good. Mm-hmm. You just played a really, really bad defense and scored 30 points. So congratulations to that one. I think the Panthers win this game. I think they are a pretty good team. And I also just want to see how the Panthers respond, how they bounce back after a loss. They played very well against Dallas. Now they bring in Stephon Gilmore. Uh, This is a team, I know I said that you're a big fan of them. I'm I'm watching them very closely as well. And with Christian McCaffrey, like I don't even – I think he's out in this game. He's listed as questionable. I think he practiced yesterday, which was a decent look. He's listed as questionable. I think he's going to start this game. I don't think he's going to finish it. If that's, that's the case, that kind of seems then, to be yeah, a trend with him. Like if that is the case, then don't play him. I don't right. feel like it's that difficult. Like if this offense can generate or can produce, you, you have in him a game, in fantasy football, correct? No. Wait. Yes. Yes. Are Fuck. you <laughs> are you going to play him this weekend? Because he is listed as questionable. But I know last year. There were a couple different times where he was listed as questionable, and then he didn't end up getting very many touches. Yeah. So that is a little bit concerning for me if I were a fantasy owner of Christian I mean, McCaffrey. I'm in a tough position running back-wise in general. Joe Mixon is questionable. Uh, Chase Edmonds, the running back for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, is questionable. And then Christian McCaffrey, who's on my bench because he hasn't been playing, is questionable as well. So I guess I need to ask you, how do I handle this running back spot this week? For you, the rest of your running backs are shit, so I would probably still play McCaffrey. <laughs> what? Mixon's been fine. <laughs> but so he's questionable. Chase, so is Chase Edmonds. Which, yeah, they're all questionable, which right. is why I'm in the spot of not being. So would you rather take a risk of putting in Chase Edmonds and I started him last week. play? I had to start Edmonds last week. How'd that work out for you? It actually pretty well. Okay. Let me double check. Yeah, you 18 uh, points last week, dog. Uh-huh. You Put some respect on his name, dog. Do it twice. I mean, he's actually been great in fantasy. Now, look, he's got 14 points. He's done it four times. 14, 11, 13, 18. Chase Edmonds has earned the starting so spot on the Mixon administration. You can't bench Mixon, then. Fuck, I don't care. It's just a name. <laughs> so who are you going to play at running back, then? Uh, I might put one of them in the flex. I'm probably going to leave Mixon and Edmonds. Honestly, it's going to be a Sunday decision if I remember to look. 8.30 a.m. is when games kick off. Not that doesn't that really affect you. <laughs> yeah. Do rosters lock, though, at the first? Just not game. for the 8.30 game, right? No. It's like just once each player's team or yeah. game starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. then that position's locked in. Yep. And you shouldn't have anybody for the Jets or Falcons on your fantasy team like I do with Kyle Pitts. Because Calvin Ridley's out. If you have Calvin Ridley, I get it. 
He's a good player. I also have Zach Moss on my bench. He's playing the Chiefs. So. Yeah, probably keep him there. Not doing it. Yep. Now, how about this one, though? The Tennessee Titans going to Jacksonville. Herb won't have to travel. Won't have to leave <laughs> his family behind. He will probably be there for the whole game, and so will Derrick Henry. I, I tell you, I haven't looked at the spread in this yet. I have it pulled up, but I haven't seen the number. I don't care what it is. I'm taking the Titans to cover. I think the Jaguars, I, I don't even know if you can say they're going to fall apart. They've already fallen apart. Oh, I mean. This is just going to be an atrocious Like I said earlier in the week, situation. it's just the cherry on top. To the spread the worst. is four and a half points. Are you kidding me? Jacksonville's gotten better each week. Yeah, and they're still getting their ass kicked <laughs> each week. Yeah. No, sorry, you played the Bengals closely, 24-21, and then your head coach went and grinded on some I don't. He wasn't bar. doing the grinding. He was the grinding. Grind, grinding, it is takes he two the to tango. He's not the grinder, he's the grindy. Tank, it takes two to tango with grinding. <laughs> not wrong. I'm taking the Titans as well. <laughs> like it just it doesn't matter. Like you said, this defense is not very good. They're not going to be able to slow down Derrick Henry. It's just not going to happen. I'm no, sorry. It's not. It. I do want to see the reaction when the Jaguars lose uh, with the players, with the organization. I wonder if there's any touchdown celebrations that can mimic Urban Meyer that the Tennessee Titans. Can no, I was going to say it has to be from the Titans because yeah. the Jaguars might not get it. Well, they're already. I mean, they're breaking down huddles of practice to grind. We talked about that earlier in the week. It's just absolutely well, hysterical. How about the trolling that should come on social media from the Titans' social media? Yeah. Grinded out a tough. Yeah. Got to do something. Yeah. Like that. And really grinded that drive. Mm hmm. Yep. But uh, both of us easily taking the Titans to cover that four and a half points. That's um, that's a bad line, honestly. Yeah. Jump on that one if you can. What about this next game? Patriots at Texans. Speaking <laughs> of things that are just falling apart there. Uh, a little surprised in this one, though, that the spread is nine points uh, for the Patriots. The Texans are another one of those teams who we thought would be very bad but had been playing okay until they got just killed by the Bills last week, 40 to nothing. I'm going to take – this is tough because I don't like the Patriots' offense. They you really don't? just They've handcuffed their entire offense by, okay. you know, keeping the kid gloves on Mac Jones. And maybe that's you know a better option for them is to play it conservatively, but yeah. I don't know that they're going to put up a lot of points. And to cover nine on that, I, they are only scoring 17.8 points a game. Is uh, Tyrod Taylor playing this week? I don't know. If he's not, he's still leading the team in passing yards, and he played like, what, one game? Two well, games? One or two, yep. I think he played one and then some of – the next game. Davis Mills, safe to say, he ain't it. Mm -mm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Patriots to cover. I think the Texans, that offense, really bad. I New England might win this game 14 to nothing. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the way it's going to go. But that's a cover for them. I'll take the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots as well. I don't think it's going to be close at all, I, even from the start. Like I don't think there's any point where we're looking at this like, man, this is – it was close in the first quarter, and then, you know, Patriots just ran away with it. I think Patriots run away with it from the start. Yep. So, favored by nine, taking it. And um, that's it for the early games. Let's get into some of these later games, though. This one I am interested in seeing, the Khalil Mack Bowl. The Bears traveling to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders are favored by five and a half. You mentioned Justin Fields. We'll see what he can do. We kind of talked about them earlier in the week as well. 
with Justin Fields in this offensive line going against an okay, I think above average defensive line for the Raiders. But this offensive line for Chicago is going to be so bad that guys like Max Crosby going to look very good on Sunday. I'll take the Raiders to cover this one uh, just because I'm not a believer in the Bears either. And I've seen the Raiders play well so far. And I do think that there's a home field advantage in Las Vegas. That stadium seems to be very loud. Yep. Fans are going to be packed in there. I'm going to take the Raiders, and I'll take them to cover the five and a half. Even. I mean, if you got that DJ rocking and then Bruce Buffer coming in again with the hits, time. That's tough. Justin Fields, uh-huh. he's not ready for that. <laughs> I don't care. You ain't. You're not going to go into Vegas and be like, man, Sin City, Bruce Buffer. This ain't even a fucking, <laughs> this ain't even a fucking you, UFC fight. You've mentioned Bruce Buffer twice, and I don't even think you've talked about Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? About Who's going to be the difference maker in the game? Fucking Bruce Buffer. Could you imagine being ready, like, to get ready to start first game in Vegas, right? You're sitting there throwing the ball, warming up with your teammates. Are those guys even out for, the, for that, though? Or is that one of those things that's like a pregame? Bears are, already, Bears are already on the field. Opponents come in first, right? Visiting team. I don't know when it so takes So you're place. just sitting there warming up, like, I don't give a shit about the Raiders. And I'm all not of a sudden, the one it's with just the like Bruce Buffer The tracker. lights are going crazy. <laughs> DJ's just playing some jams. Mm, mm, mm. People are gambling in this, you know, in somewhere in the stadium. You got Al Davis's flame going crazy, and then just Bruce Buffer. It's time twice, twice. You guys are very welcome for that, by the way. And then Justin Fields is like, "This is different." That's the real Bruce Buffer. That's the real. I. That's what I would do. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but this game, I'm taking the Raiders after He's all of victory. that. Bruce Buffer. Yeah. Raiders still have him. <laughs> yeah, I do As wonder. Pre-game hype guy, <laughs> they do. Is he playing they middle should. linebacker? Nope. Is he a quarterback? Uh, uh-uh. uh. He'll be there. <laughs> He's gonna start. He's gonna let you know when it's time, and it's right now. <laughs> it is. It is in fact time. For that I, I am taking start. the Raiders though, favored by five and a half. Derek Carr just take care of the football. Watching him uh, last week, I was like, man, something looks different. You know what it is? He's growing his hair out. He doesn't have the buzz cut. Huh, he I took his helmet notice. off, and I was like. What is different about Derek Carr right now? Like, yeah. This dude's got long hair. Doesn't look like the, He's the going for the Aaron Rodgers? story. Uh, n- I don't know. I can't imagine. You know, his brother has it, though. David Carr has it. He used to do the slick back. That's right. It what looked absolutely stupid. Look. I saw someone the other day with it, and I was like, Bub. You think that's what Derek Carr's going for? He might be. A lot of baseball players do that look. I hate it. I know a lot of baseball And it's not players. even me being jealous because I don't have hair. It's just like I've never <laughs> I've never looked at someone like, dude, or even looked at myself when I had hair because I had a thick, I had luscious fucking hair. And I saw a picture the other day, just helmet hair. I should have screenshotted the photo, but I didn't. Just, we can find it. I'm sure it was on Facebook. Yeah, I'll post it after this. But <laughs> it was like one of those deals where it's like I never thought, like, I'm just going to slick my hair back and think it looks cool. I used to do when I got out of the shower, take that comb, slick it back, and then go in the living room and be like, uh, say hello to my little friend. Like, act like I'm shooting guns. Guns. All right? Get, like, gun, I got from gunspot.com. Yeah, because I didn't know. I thought you were going Urban Meyer on me. <laughs> pointing two fingers at me. It's a good thing there's a desk between us. I didn't know what was happening here. It's all right. Almost had to Still figure myself. it out. <laughs> I don't get it. I know a lot of baseball players do that because they grow their hair out, they'll slick it back, and then they'll put a little something-something, a little Vaseline in their hair, Get a little extra grip. I have no idea what Aaron Rodgers is. Is that doing. what they use his Vaseline? You think maybe he's doing it? Do you think it would have the same effect on a football? Uh, There's a theory I've never heard anybody talk about. Uh-uh. Are we using like extra grip? If you're getting extra spin on the ball, is it going to go further? Is it going to zip through the air faster? Or like maybe you're a receiver. You know, exactly. Devontae Adams has long hair. Maybe he's putting a little 
A little spider tack it's on it? Probably not. It's just, that's too much. <laughs> like, I can't get the fucking ball off my I don't hand. know. But it's, uh, it's something to watch for. For sure. That's I, actually I a really good question. Theory. Are they using spider tack in the NFL? I'm sure they're using something. Probably not as strong as spider tack. I mean, you get you got to put something on those gloves to help them get even stickier. They're already so tacky anyway. Yeah, but if you can get a little bit, little extra. Oh, yeah. I mean, can you imagine catching football with one finger? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before long, that will happen. Uh, this next game. Especially in Vegas, maybe. Yep. Uh, the Browns traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Baker Mayfield been in the news a lot this week with the hurt shoulder, how he's going to play. Uh, Kenneth Murray out for the Chargers now, but they played very well last week. And uh, I think that the Chargers and the Browns, I think both of these teams actually are kind of on the verge of being like something special. I I think that they could be pretty good teams in the AFC. And now we'll get to see them compete against one another. I think that the Chargers are surprisingly the more healthy team right now. I I think guys like Bosa will be able to get after Baker Mayfield. And I, I do think that shoulder is probably going to affect him a little bit in this game. Chargers are, uh, a two-point favorite. I'm going to take them to win at home. Uh, I don't know that the Chargers have much of a home field advantage. It didn't appear that way when they played the Raiders. I doubt there are many Browns fans in L.A. I don't know that they're going to travel yeah. all the way across people, country. People like winning in L.A., and Cleveland hasn't really done that mm. in terms of football. No, not. So, I mean, they're 3-1 and one this year, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is good this year. I'm just saying over longevity. Like, the Raiders, they had some success style. in Los Angeles when they were there. But, anywho... With the Browns, I wish Baker Mayfield was completely like was fully healthy. It would be nice to see him be at a full go be, to challenge this defense because, like you were saying, to start this, it's pretty good. Even without Kenneth Murray playing, there's still a lot of talent there. I do Jeremy wonder James looks healthy. Yeah, if uh, Joey Bosa is going to be able to get to Baker at all or be a factor in the run game because mm-hmm. the offensive line for Cleveland is so good. But my only thing now is, how does Justin Herbert look against the stellar defense of the Cleveland Browns? Yep. Because they have looked good so far this year. And I think this a, is going to be a really fun matchup. Like I'm excited for this game. A couple times, I'm sure we'll see Miles Garrett versus Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. A great rookie left tackle that they have for the Chargers. That'll be a real test for you. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll also move Miles Garrett around a little bit. But seeing those you two think he goes against uh, each other would be great. You think he goes sleeves again? Sleeves or no sleeves for old Miles Garrett? It's going to be in L.A. It's going to be pretty nice. Inside a dome, I would go sleeveless. I would if too. I had arms like that, I would never wear sleeves. Yeah, never. No, sir. I'd be no shirt. Good, yeah, good luck catching me with a shirt on. You catch on. me in a fucking Speedo, homie. If I if had I a shirt like that, on, it would also be unbuttoned. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have a shirt on. I can okay, come in. what's up? It's like, do you really, though? Because it's definitely tucked behind you and under your armpits. Like, no, it's, it's a shirt. Let me in. Yeah. And then if I look like that, nobody's questioning it. Like, yeah, fucking come in. We're not all right, I tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. You're six four two seven. You looking for dinosaurs? Couple in the back, bub. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miles Garrett, dinosaur hunter. I'm taking the Chargers in this one, though. I think you said you were as well. Yes, I am. And then the NFC East has a little bit of a matchup: the Giants versus the Cowboys. Woo! Giants coming off of their first win of the season. They beat the New Orleans Saints. Cowboys sitting at three and one right now. It looked like a pretty good team. Honestly, I, I know that we kind of poke fun at some of the Cowboys stuff sometimes. A lot of people like to make fun of them online. They're another one of those teams where it's like, oh, this could be the Cowboys year every single year. However, <laughs> yeah. I think this could be kind of the Cowboys year. I think that they will easily win the NFC East this year. I don't know if they're going to make any noise in the playoffs, but I do think that they are head and shoulders better 
than every team in this division, and especially the Giants, too. They are a minus seven favorite in this game. I'll take the Cowboys to cover. Uh, I don't think that the Giants can play with these guys. I think it's a little disrespectful to the Cowboys that they're only favored by seven in this game. Like, at home, in Jerry World, you're favored by seven against the freaking Giants. Yep. Very, very good offense. We'll see how good this defense can be for the Cowboys in terms of stopping the run because Saquon Barkley looks like he is fully back, which is good. You like to see that. And surely he can some at some point take over and be the new rushing leader for this team because right now it's Daniel Jones at 188 yards, and that's never a good sign Yeah, when your quarterback from Duke is leading your team in rushing. And when I look at the Giants, I also look at these teams that they've lost to. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, I don't think they're good. Nope. Washington, I don't think they're good. Atlanta, they are bad. And then they find a way to beat a team, but it's the New Orleans Saints who, I don't know. They did it in overtime. they are. Exactly. Right, and, they squeak out a win. And granted to them – Atlanta and Washington were very close. Yeah. And I think both of those were one game-winning field goal. So, it's like they're in these games. They're just not able to kind of – their but defense they, isn't stopping. Again, anybody. they're bad teams. And when I look at the Cowboys, I think the Panthers are good. Mm-hmm. They beat them. I think the Chargers are good. The Cowboys beat them. I think Tampa Bay's very good. And if it's not for Tom Brady, <laughs> they win that game. Yep. Now, you just left – you honestly, you left too much time on the clock for Tom Brady – which is something that a lot of teams have done. So I am going to take the Cowboys. I'll take them to even cover that seven points. I, I, I ain't scared. <laughs> I ain't scared. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Uh, next game, San Francisco traveling to Arizona. I just think I feel bad for San Francisco right now. Like The 49ers Arizona faithful. looks very good. Arizona does look good. But there's still the question mark from freaking Kyle Shanahan on who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah. We're going to see about Jimmy Garoppolo. He looked like he was struggling to step into throws. Has he always been struggling to <laughs> right. step into throws? Yeah. Like, again, you traded up for this kid. Or how about the fact that you've dropped two straight games? And so that's where it signals to me. I think we see both quarterbacks play. Like if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, mm-hmm. I think he plays. This might be the last game he starts. I'm going to take the Cardinals to win this game. I'm kind of right there with you, too. I don't think that this 49ers team is as good as a lot of people think. They're seeing that 2-2. Two and two. They beat the Lions and let the Lions come back in that game. They Mm -hmm. beat the Eagles and can barely score any points. And then you lose to Green Bay. They did look good against Green Bay. Then they lost to Seattle. I think they're probably just a middle-of-the-road team. And Arizona, I'm not apologizing to anyone yet, but they have been playing pretty good. You beat the Rams, I will believe in you now, uh, (laughs) sitting at 4-0. You beat a really good football team and did it pretty easily. I don't know that the 49ers have the secondary to slow down this Cardinals offense. So I'm going to take the Cardinals, and uh, I'll take them to cover the five points. Yep, and, you know, let's go ahead and pat ourselves on the back because we pretty much predicted when you actually did it. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. I I had a James Winston moment. I thought you meant literally. What's my trainer always say? (laughs) Just be prepared. That's what I tell myself every day before the podcast. What's, What's my trainer always say? Just be prepared. Just be prepared. Uh, I mean, like I was getting ready to say, though, we pretty much predicted when Justin Fields was going to be starting, and I think we're getting ready to do it with old Trey Lance here for San Francisco right after the bye, where, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo's going to look good playing against Detroit and Philadelphia. Then they're going to run into a team in Green Bay and Seattle. They're going to play this divisional matchup against Arizona. It's not going to look good, and they're going to go into the bye week, and after that it's going to be mm-hmm. Trey Lance season when they play Indianapolis, Chicago, and then you get into some of your divisional matchups again. And at that point he'll be ready. So, yep. I think you're exactly right. Jimmy Garoppolo, if he does start this game, he's probably not going to finish it. 
Or if he does, it's going to be that's it. Trey Lance is our starter now moving forward. He's going to have this week and next week to prepare on the bye, and then we'll play Indianapolis at home, his debut, ready to go. I feel very confident in saying Trey Lance will play significant reps in this game, even if Jimmy Garoppolo is starting and is healthy. I, I do. I think we see it, and I do think that he will become the starter after this week. Now, the big game that we will be at, once again, tailgating with the fellas at Lot J., Chiefs Bills, a battle of I think two of the best tailgating teams, fan bases wise, uh, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Bills coming to Kansas City, uh, buy your tables early if you're looking for that. Two and a half point favorite by the Chiefs. I'm actually a little bit surprised that the Chiefs are the favorite in this one. Uh, I honestly didn't know they were. Yep, two and a half points. Now, um, one thing about Wait, a lot no, of these odds. Ex- excuse me for being disrespectful here. Okay, yes, the Chiefs are fucking favorite in this game. It's at home. I was going to say, usually in the NFL, you get about a three point swing based on who the home team is. So, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs favored by two and a half. Very, very good offenses in this one. Excited to see this one. The Chiefs really need a bounce back game. I know they won against Philadelphia. I wouldn't feel too confident in this one. Um, uh, 79 degrees is going to be a beautiful Sunday evening, mm. but I am taking the Bills to win this one. I think that they are playing very good football right now. They're beating up on some not great teams, but they're doing it in great fashion. They're able to score. I think that defense is better. And I guess the silver lining is now the Chiefs, you really got to buckle down and get your shit together. Like you lose to the Ravens, you lose to the Chargers. If you lose to the Bills, the leadership's got to start calling out some people. You, I mean, Tyron Matthews going to Frank Clark and being like, why the fuck aren't you on the field? Yeah. Get your shit together. We need you out here. So I think this could be a big turning point for the Chiefs. I want to see the Chiefs win, but I think that the Buffalo Bills will. I mean, it's hard to argue that. The Chiefs defense has not looked good at it's all. It's been trash. They I don't think get they can to get the after Buffalo. Yeah, after Josh the Allen. linebackers have been. If they get to Josh Allen, they might not be able to tackle him. Uh, seriously. And, like, the thing, Mike Dana hasn't looked awful, but he hasn't looked great either. Chris Jones looked so good in week one. And now he's dealing with the wrist injury. Yep. And so he it's like he really hasn't done much since. They're limiting, him, they're limiting him in practice this week to kind of give him extra time to heal and let that wrist, you know, just kind of. I don't know, get stronger this week before going into another NFL game where it's just going to get probably re-injured because that's just how it Is works. Is boy Willie Gay back yet? Uh, I think I think he's practicing this week, but I don't feel like they've made any official announcement of like, hey, he's off injured reserved and will be playing in this game. I don't game. know that it's like a, a difference maker. <laughs> I would like to see like what he can do in terms mm-hmm. of just, you know, getting to the football and making plays, like ending plays. Yeah. Like finishing a tackle. Like that would be really cool to see. Instead of where's Daniel Sorensen? There he is, right by the ball carrier. He did a really good job of slowing that guy down for a second. And like Juan Thornhill, man, we gotta get they gotta get him on the field. Whatever the issue is. Are are you a little bit concerned though, the fact that he can't get on the field? Yeah, that's I don't the way know, I look at it. I don't know what it is. Like I don't think yeah. it's like lack of talent. Well, I think it's that he's everybody very... else is playing so bad and for some reason he's still not getting on the field. I mean, it's gotta be like an him problem. Like at some point, the coaches just gotta look at him and be like, "Dude, we good?" Yeah. Like I don't. You're drafted in the second round. You looked amazing your rookie year, and now it's you can't even get on the field over Daniel Sorensen. Yeah. And when you got Ben Neiman telling reporters like, "Yeah, we just need more talent in the red zone for a red zone defense," mm-hmm. and that starts with me. 
Right. And it's like, so the linebacker's just straight up saying, I'm not good enough to be on the red zone defense. Granted, he's not. So props to you for having that self-awareness. But that is a question mark for this team. And the, the offense for the Chiefs, I think it's, I mean, it's clearly good. We'll see what Josh Gordon looks like if he plays. I'm hoping they can target him and get him in the end zone and kind of get his confidence up and, you know, really kind of just show, like, yeah, we do have another weapon on this team that I, I you need to keep an eye on. limited snaps. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not expecting him to come in here first game with the Chiefs and just freaking light it up. Mm-hmm. But I do think that when he does come in, they're going to target him. I'm not saying it's going to be early, but at some point in the game, like, I know they're going to try and get him a look and be like, see what you can make happen. I think he's going to be the slant king for him. I, I know a that. lot of people. I, I saw it on Twitter as well. Like, oh, just you know, hit a couple deep shots shots to Josh Gordon. We already have With Tyreek Hill. On they're the field. fine on the deep shots. <laughs> yeah, like, you that's need the a thing guy. That's so aggravating. It's like we just need a guy to take the top off the defense. Let everyone else hit underneath. Hello, number ten. Yeah, one of the best receivers 17. in the league. Seriously, <laughs> have somebody that like can I take would it love underneath. it to be McCall Hardman, but no, we're gonna take Demarcus Robinson on some dumbass comeback route so he can catch the ball and then go full Madden mode and go. I'm still running this way. <laughs> hey, bub, it's a comeback route, not like a comeback to the quarterback. It's a comeback in your route, catch the ball, then go the other way. Yeah, it's like a comeback, comeback, and, and he messes a, it up. A little bit of a revenge game for Buffalo. It too. definitely is. That's what worries me about it. Game. Yep. And I, also this defense. I think Buffalo's defense is really good. When you look at guys on Kansas City, you have Tyreek Hill, very hard to stop. Buffalo counters that very well with guys like Trey White. And then you look at Travis Kelsey, they counter that very well with Tremaine Edmonds. So it is. It's going to be a battle. And I think Kansas City better come prepared because Buffalo might be the best team in the AFC. And uh, it sucks to say it as a Chiefs fan, but yeah. my money is going on Buffalo. And I mean, I, I have to agree with that right now. Like, I can't argue it whatsoever. And we look at Buffalo as like, oh, they haven't really played anybody, you know, and they lost to the Steelers. You know what? That That is a fair point. But when they're playing these teams that are nobody, they are shutting them out. Like, they're not allowing them in the end zone. They're not allowing a football to go through the uprights on a field goal at all. I don't care how bad a team in the NFL is. Some They're usually still able to score at some point in the game. They can't, and it's just aggravating. We'll see how good this defense is for Buffalo this week, though. All right, don't forget about our great sponsors as well. We'll get into a little bit of NBA and um, MLB talk on this one. Club 609 is the happening place to be on a Friday night or Saturday night in Joplin Mo. And honestly, any day of the week. Oh, seriously. It could be a Tuesday night. If you're looking for a good time, you can find it in there. I don't, I don't know what it is about that place. It's magical. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, how can I tie 609 and Downtown Lube together? It's like, oh, go drop your car, get your oil changed at Downtown Lube and get to 609, have a couple of drinks, enjoy the happy hour. But by the time you get to 609, your oil is going to be changed. Mm-hmm. Because the guys at Downtown Lube pride themselves on getting you in and out same business day, maybe even in 30 fucking minutes if they can, because yeah. they're so good and quick. Go to Downtown Lube, pull up the 609 menu, figure out what you want. Then when you get there, you're ready to order. Oh, look at you go. I would suggest the Chad Nachos. Working on getting that name changed. It's it. They're so amazing. They are. It's a giant plate of nachos. Massive. It's not meant for one person. I asked them the other day how they do it, and they build it on like a pan, mm-hmm. and then it's a whole platter. It's a platter of nachos, legitimately, and they just build it up on this pan, and then they say, "Where's the plate?" <laughs> and then they got to go from this big ass pizza pan to this plate, and it's like, "Here you go." 
and then they just dump all the toppings. It's an amazing. It's an amazing uh, food. But like I said, Downtown Lube, visit them at downtownlube.com. They are more than just tires and lube. So go to their website, downtownlube.com, for their full list of services. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have a little surprise for you about Downtown Lube. Yes, sir. Uh, we will be at the Chiefs-Bills game like we talked about this weekend. Our guy, Mark Etter. We'll also be yes, sir. in the game tailgating with us, so that will definitely be a treat. Uh, love that man and his uh, business. That's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> Very much so. Homeboy knows how to have a good time. <laughs> yes. and he's been trying to have one with us for a while. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Bob, sorry, other things keep coming up. Now, game time. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Bruce uh-oh. Buffer. <laughs> it's. Oh, and I feel like I'm just, times today I just feel that. like I'm getting better at it. I know because you keep doing it. Like I do it in my fucking car. Because when I went to St. Louis it. last weekend with my buddies, I did a full team announcement for the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's it's like, give me a microphone. I'm calling out every single player. <laughs> my voice like was so smoker. fucking hoarse. I just gave everyone just the top announcement that they could. By the time I got to Patrick Mahomes, I was like, sorry, Pat. I gave it out on fucking Trey Smith, mm-hmm. right guard. That's it. That's so cool. But I love doing announcing. It's a long drive. But, hey, segment number three, baseball, basketball talk. Uh, yeah, let's do get into some baseball and a little bit of basketball. Uh, baseball games today. I didn't watch the games last night. I just, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> October baseball. And if I can go to those games or if my team is in it, I will choose that over NFL. Oh, yeah. I can't do it when it's not my team, though. Like, uh, go Rays. I'm not watching you over the Thursday night football game. They beat the Red Sox, right? The Red Sox they didn't did. come back Shut in them game. out. Um, Astros handled the White Sox, too. Yep. And it, just, it feels like those two series, like, that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah. I, I can't see either one of those teams coming back. I think the Astros are just too good. Don't really like them. Too good. Rays. Too good. Uh, today we will get the Braves at Brewers, though, at 3.30 Central Time. And also Dodgers at Giants at 8.30 Central Time, if you can stay awake uh, for that whole game. It's a Friday night. Maybe you can. Baseball's kind of hard to stay up for, too, though. It is. They're just so long. And if it's just, and if it's like one of those close games where it's like a pitching duel, it's like, oh, Well, like the God. other night, I'm even watching the wild card game with mm-hmm. the Cardinals. It Card- was a good yeah. game, but at the same time, it was... Pretty boring. It was 1-1 going into the ninth. We're almost looking at the pitchers like, hey, can you guys just fuck up, please? Yeah, why don't you give up some home runs? How about a double to the outfield or something? Yeah, just like a nice little pop-up in the gap and like not Mm -hmm. even a pop-up line drive into the gap and get a double off of it. Yeah, but a full slate of games today. Also, the White Sox-Astros game two is at 1 o'clock Central Time and Red Sox-Rays game two at 6 o'clock Central time. I do love that they're going baseball all day. Yeah. To even just give the opportunity to watch these games is great. But I did want to talk about some of this NBA stuff that's going on. Um, Unvaccinated players in Toronto are facing criminal charges. The NBA announced that, I mean, if these guys are going out, when you get to Toronto, according to the laws in Canada, if you leave your hotel for any reason other than, like, team activities, you can face criminal charges charges this is something that was announced the other day it it is interesting to see what will happen with some of these nba players this was a similar thing with major league baseball though and it it wasn't a problem so i don't expect this to be much of a problem either and like if we're being honest you can't look at a person and be like you're unvaccinated let me stop you and check you yeah you know I, i think the one basketball player that i know of that's unvaccinated is kyrie irving 
I think a lot of people know Kyrie is not vaccinated. He's not able to play in the preseason games this year. Uh, that's going to happen tonight because you can't practice or play in New York without being vaccinated. So they travel to Toronto November 7th. I think that if Kyrie is seen out and about in Toronto, yeah, he's probably going to get stopped. For yeah. the most part, though, these NBA players, you're not going to look at them and be like, yeah, I know you're not vaccinated. Yeah, Here's a ticket. You're facing criminal charges. So I, I, I don't think it will be a big deal. But with Kyrie Irving, that's just still a situation that you have to monitor. And it doesn't seem like the Nets are even like making exceptions for him. Like they're not moving their practices out of New York or anything yeah, like that. I mean, you should like if if you have one player being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Sorry, we're not we're not altering the entire organization for you. Yeah. And just, just get it together and like look. have your own beliefs too. But at the same time, it's like, hey, bub, there's no I in team here. And I mean, he runs the risk of losing about seventeen million dollars this year uh, because if he can't play in home games. The NBA is not playing these players. Yeah. And he also, they play two games against the Knicks, so that would be two more games that he would miss. It is, it's crazy. That, I mean, he's the only one on roster, I, I assume. Mm-hmm. I haven't, like, done a deep dive to see who else is not practicing or playing, but it's that's the only one. And you're going to guys like Kevin Durant and James Harden, who are desperately trying to win a championship there and kind of prove that they can do it together. And then you have Kyrie. I think that that's going to become – a pretty big distraction, especially, yeah. I mean, we're, what, a week or two away from regular season games starting? Yeah, if he misses a couple regular season games, you're probably not too upset. But this is also a team that could never gel together last year because everybody was missing games. Yeah. So I think you'd want to do that in the regular season before you get bounced in, in, by the Bucks again. And it's it's going to be an interesting thing with Kyrie. Are they going to keep him around? Are they going to try to trade him? I don't know. if I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to take him on if I were another team. Yeah, I mean, it might be a thing here with the Nets where we look at it, I was like, man, that could have been something special. But they all, they just got in their own way. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie due to hit free agency at the end of the year as well. He might just be watching his money just go. Yep. He's also a guy that I don't even know if he cares about his money. If he cares about losing 17 mil. Or if he's just going to be like, yep, that's whatever. I'll get an ad deal. Fuck it. Put out a new shoe. Make yep. it back. Don't even got to play. I'll see you guys on the road. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. probably looking at this and being like, you're telling me I can miss half the games? I don't have to play in them? It's like, by the playoffs, though, Honestly, what do you that do? might be like his. At that point, it's like, all right, hey, we made it to the playoffs. I guess I'll get vaccinated now. I mean, we saw um, Wiggins do that. <laughs> Wiggins put up a tough fight. It was like, how much? Yeah. How much money? He went with the whole, I just need to do my own research. Put it in there. <laughs> saw that number. Stick me. Facebook crashed. Now he's playing for the Warriors. <laughs> Facebook so, crashed. It, it will be with Kyrie, man. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, speaking of that, it's been a crazy week. We thought Facebook was gone forever. Yeah, I think, I think people just got carried away with it. I don't know how you looked at the code and thought, it's gone. I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck it is. It, it really didn't look like a foreign language. I don't even want the parentheses and shit and numbers (laughs) numbers yeah what i get it's code stop it i think a lot of people just like to jump on the excitement and kind of spread (laughs) false information i bet there are so many people like oh my god how am i gonna do my research now (laughs) right (laughs) not even like i was just kidding i saw someone put that on me on social media so i saw that joke a lot of people but like common theme it would have sucked because like man i have no idea what's going on at home now oh i know I, i we were talking to rob about it when he was in here with us this week I don't know if it was during the podcast or not, but the one thing I use Facebook for is like events and birthdays. 
That's the I do not know any birthdays. And I hate the people that don't put their birthdays on there because like if you're a true friend, like you'll know my birthday. No. Sorry, Bob. I'm not. I don't have. I'm sorry. I don't have five memorized. friends. I, mean, I, I have know, a large group. I know of my friends. close family and my close friends' birthdays, but like, if you're not in my tight my parents, circle, my brothers, my three older brothers, mm-hmm. I got them. Your kids, my kids, your niece and nephews. Nope, I do not know my niece and nephews' birthdays. I can tell you the month. I do not know their birthdays. I rely on Facebook <laughs> because somebody will send an event for, hey, this is when the birthday <laughs> is, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'll buy you something for your birthday. I don't know what day it is. No idea. You know my Matt's birthday? oldest daughter, I know her birthday. Yeah. I do not know your birthday. It's in November 30th. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know your October birthday. October 26th. Of course I do. That's Look, your birthday. I'm a good friend. October 26th, it's you? Yeah. I will definitely need that Facebook reminder for your birthday, though. <laughs> you just you just nailed it, dog. November. Last that's, day. Uh, that's a guess. Yeah, that's exactly. Last day in November. <laughs> Should be December 1st. Mom said, fuck that. November, baby. I was Ugh. just going to start counting down, to be honest. <laughs> I was pulling that From trick. 30? Yep. <laughs> I know it was towards the end. 32. <laughs> Are you a Wait, Scorpio? Counting down, 29, 28. Uh, Sagittarius. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> what, is that? what difference does that mm. make? One of those What people. are you? What are you? Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my strong personality, I have no idea. <laughs> I was going to say, God. I don't man. follow. I know uh, that my I'm a man Scorpio. is in Mercury and in retrograde. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I know nothing about That's that. That's why I'm so moody. My moon's in Mercury. Here's a rock. Here's a crystal. A crystal. I know about crystals. <laughs> With a copper chain necklace. Girl, get out of here. You crazy <laughs> as hell. You're offending a lot of people, though. I might be. A I'm lot sorry. of people into that stuff. Wait, here's the thing. As much as I tease, it is crazy how you read that stuff, and it's like that actually kind of fits. Not all of it, but yeah. some of it. It is. It does kind of fall into that trap of like, man, that was pretty vague. But some of it is like, man, that specifically mm-hmm. to applies to something in my life. That is me. <laughs> I have gone to a um, psychic you, before. Yeah, I did. A hand I don't know. Reader. Are those rela- are those two things related? Horoscopes and like psychic. Uh, that's I don't actually know. A really good question. I can to only imagine us being on camera right trying, now. Just like, uh. <laughs> if you are telling the future, I lump you into one group. <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is it from the devil? Is it from the stars? I don't care. Am I going to live or die? It is the devil and the stars. We've been wrong this whole time. Oh, maybe. I'm not saying that. Love you, God. <laughs> uh, but I do. I went to a, a psychic. She's pretty damn accurate. And I went in as a non believer. <laughs> I went in as a this is bullshit. As a skeptic. Like, no, further than skeptic. I went in as this is a fucking circus joke. You're not going to get anything Wasting about my me. Wasting damn money. And I, like, they ask you like a couple questions, but I went in very skeptical and was like not answering anything. It's like, I'm not giving you any little tidbits <laughs> about me. I don't even want you to know my name. <clears throat> they hit on so much shit in my life. I mean, remarkable. Full 180. Went in thinking it was dumb. It is so cool. <laughs> it really is. I can't wait. Like, I need to go back. And be like, hey, it's been a couple of years. Update me. What's up? What's next? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we finding out about me today? But it is. It's really cool. I did a hand reader. And, like, I guess with that, it's, like, things that have happened in your past. And I was going to, like, predict your future. Like, how you're going to bounce from it. And I was just like, this is. I, I kind of went into it. I was like, this is cool. It's kind of like a spontaneous mm-hmm. type of deal. Driving by, I was like, fuck it. Let's turn around and go. Go in, sit down, super creepy. 
And is she just like? Did they have weird music playing? Uh, no, but they had like one of those crystal ball things off to the side that was like the electromagnetic thing, where it's like you get it for like a Walmart for like twenty five bucks or, or something. Yeah, so it was just yep. kind of like, uh, all right, that's a little different. And she's just like, all right, honey, let me see your hand. And I, I remember it so vividly because I was like, that was kind of fucking creepy. Like, you're an actual witch. And I just, like, stuck my <laughs> hand out. And she just, like, grabs my pinky and my thumb, kind of, like, spreads my hand out and just goes, huh. Yeah, no, huh. It's like, Tell me. It's like, huh, what? Like, is that a bad huh? Is what that a good huh? What the fuck does huh And then she just kind of started breaking everything and down. And I'm staring at like, my palms like I'm high. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have a friend that I used to work with in Kansas City who's wanting to do this hand reading shit, too. And she's like, I need someone to send me a picture of their hands. I sent her a picture. Whoops, that's not my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong picture. Don't open that. <laughs> and so, like, I sent a picture of my hand. And she's like, oh, my God, do you have a marking on your hand that I've been looking for? Uh, okay, is that a good or bad? I don't know. Let me finish reading my book. It's been three months. I still have no idea what my hand is. Did you finish that book yet? I've, I've been checking in with her. She messaged me today about something else I random. I was going to say, you got to... Hey, about that uh, palm reading. I'm getting ready to right after this. Yeah. Uh, let's let's close up shop for the day. Uh, <laughs> it did get weird. We'll see what happens with the NBA, NBA season right around the corner. Full slate of baseball games today as well. But don't forget about our end of the show sponsors. We talked about Roper Kia, Roper Rangeline. Earlier today, you can go in there and tell them Mike Up sent you. They will give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. So if you're anywhere in the Joplin, Missouri area, it would be worth your while to come here and check them out, see what they have. It is more than just Kia products. You can go in there, message the guys, tell them that's what you're looking for. And then again, tell them Mike Up sent you and they'll give you $1,000 off. And of course, the great folks at Manscaped too, willing to give you 20% off your new trimmer. I know that a lot of you fellas probably have one. It's probably dirty. It's probably a little rusty. And it's time to update that trimmer at manscaped.com. Use code MikeUp20 for 20% off.